Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Split Screen Podcast. I'm Jacob Karam. And I'm Jack Updike. And uh, today, we do not have a guest with us, unfortunately, but we're just going to be talking about a few things going on in the esports and gaming world. So, um, to start it off, we're going to, let's talk about uh, the new game Multiverses and see how that's going so far. So... Yeah, they're doing great with that, honestly. Um, yeah. So I've been playing quite a bit, to be honest, and um, I can see it becoming a like a one of the bigger esports in the future, because I feel like it's a because it's made by Warner Bros. and it has such like a variety of characters from different things that people like grew up on. Um, it can bring in like a whole new audience, like a bunch of different people. Right. And, as long as they keep pumping out uh content and new new right. uh, characters to play right and it they could have... die quick if they've got a low amount right but they have so many different characters to choose from with that right yeah no they can keep pumping them out because Warner Bros owns rights too more than you'd think right exactly um but yeah I can I can see that game getting huge because it's just so like it's honestly like such a great idea for a game because like those are like Honestly, like, the reason I got the game was because I was like, oh, my God. I, like, I used to watch these shows as a kid. I used to play games with these people as a kid, whatever. Mm-hmm. And now, like, oh, I get to use them in a video game. That sounds so fun. So now Yeah, I've been, exactly. I've been playing, You're playing you can Jake play the Dog. Scooby-Doo so characters. Like, come Scooby-Doo, on. Scooby-Doo, that's so cool. Um. Yeah, so they have... I mean, it is still very new, the game, so... There's a lot of, like, unbalanced characters. They are in beta still. Right. No, but they're doing great with that. Like, so Taz, um, Taz was ridiculous in that game. You'd get into games with people, and they'd yeah, just do the tornado, tornado over moves. and over again. Yeah. But there were so many people talking about it online. They, uh, they decreased the time that the tornado lasted. So it's actually pretty hard to use. Yeah, I noticed that because I, uh, I tried using him in-game, and I got absolutely oh. destroyed. Ah. Oh no yeah so yeah no they they're doing great already listening to people which a lot of games have trouble listening to their player base so that's that's great that they're already showing signs that they'll listen to what their fan base wants right yeah so it's been a it's been a good start for them and uh i feel like a lot of games that blow up like that off like right off the start kind of like splitgate i guess they die kind of fast but i feel like this one actually has like potential to stay yeah. big. Well, another thing that they're doing great with is um the streaming content on Twitch. The fact that they're uh they're allowing the way to get the beta codes is by watching an hour. And that leads to so many creators playing the game so that they can provide drops for their uh viewers. So right. I think that's really good. That's uh, that's really I think one of the reasons they're so big is because you know, you're watching your favorite streamer and they're playing this new game, trying to provide beta codes. Right, and it's pulling so many viewers because of that. It's becoming... Right. Yeah, one it's of one, the, of the one of the top on top Twitch, I believe. On Twitch. Yeah, of course, definitely. Right. It's definitely up there by a bit. Right, um, yeah. Yeah, the The whole split gate thing last year was... Was that last year, last summer? Uh, it was That was, so yeah, much right fun. before... Yeah, right around now, last year. So much fun. It was yeah, so I, much fun. And they messed why. up so bad. I don't know why the game fell off so fast, but it was... Because they weren't updating it. They weren't releasing new... Well, and then another thing is all of the maps were, like, 
the same look, just different layout. All the same materials, all the same textures. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really mind that though. I I really enjoyed that game, but then I No, just... I I didn't mind it, but then that's the thing is it just it gets so repetitive. Yeah, I guess to some extent. They didn't but... they didn't add guns, they didn't add game modes, they didn't add new maps. It was just stagnant for Right. two three months and, and actually I, I do remember the since so many people started playing out of nowhere the queue times to get in the game were yeah that was off that was in the beginning they fixed that but they i feel did, like yeah. I, I mean I, I feel for the devs though because they had like a two-man dev team or something like that i believe it was four a four-man dev, yeah. dev team it was it was ridiculously small and, and they, they were they like they made the game and they weren't expecting it to blow up so quick so they just uh, that's the same reason the servers were demolished it's because right. they were expecting to have like maybe a thousand players and they had like a hundred thousand at yeah. all times yeah servers um, just can't handle that and they weren't so on top of that they don't have they don't have plans released to toss out new stuff you know when they're expecting to take six months to get big and they're big as soon as they drop right yeah it takes a while to create new maps new guns new skins yeah, that, whatever that is true yeah and that's a. Uh... A big difference between multiverses and split gate like right. multiverses i uh, if you've been following them on twitter they just released a new map they're already announcing new characters coming out they announced lebron james just came out a few days ago rick and morty are coming out very soon which i'm very excited for because it's my one of my favorite shows of all time um yeah. just they're gonna keep coming with this i'm new so content. excited for that i know it's gonna it's gonna be amazing um right when i saw that i got so happy um that could be, honestly, might turn into one of my main games, personally. Yeah, no, I could see it happening. It's super fun, and it's kind of, you know, it's got that Smash Bros. feel, but you can only play Smash Bros. on Twitch. Or, sorry, not Twitch, Switch. Right, so, yeah. uh, you can't play it on, like, Xbox or PS4 or PC, so yeah, it's a I lot believe, more available to people. I believe Multiverses is on everything besides the Switch, right? I I don't know that. Um, uh, I believe that's what they said, but which brings in a bigger audience as well, and it's also not right, a terribly yeah. hard game to run. So people who aren't like typically gamers still, and they, but they have a PC, not meant for right. Gaming, yeah, I mean even a laptop. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah, so they definitely yeah. have a, a big big future ahead of them in that game. Yeah, they 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 have so many characters that they can make. I mean, they're tossed. They tossed in Arya Stark from Game of Thrones, which I was not expecting. Game of Thrones alone has hundreds of characters. The Looney Tunes first has so many characters. Rick and Morty, there's so many characters. Scooby-Doo, right. so I, many uh, characters, villains. It's it's ridiculous. I did see a a list of um potential characters coming to the game. Um, yeah. Some of them I can't remember exactly what they were, but they. I had, remember like, one that I was super excited about was Ben Ten. Ben 10, that would be so cool. That Oh my god, they could make that amazing. And they had like, um, I saw, uh, I think it was Raven from Team, Team Titans. Gonna yeah, I'm, I'm actually gonna, I'm gonna look this up real quick so we can talk about some of the characters. Um, right, but like, Warner Bros, they own such a big, like such a large amount of different like, characters and people that they could add to this game. And they could honestly keep expanding this list for years and just always it will always be changing the meta always be changing how people are playing and it'll always keep everyone interested in 
staying on this game and trying out the new things they're adding. Okay, so uh, Warner Bros. apparently has rights to Stranger Things. Partial rights. Really? So uh, that's what I'm seeing right now. And then you've got like Amazing World of Gumball, Godzilla, King Kong, uh, the, you know, Flintstones, Ben 10, uh, Teen Titans, Codename Kid Next Door. Remember that. Uh, yeah, there's there's yeah. so many. A lot of horror movies, Pennywise, Jason, Freddy Krueger. Wow. Yeah, and I think like that Matrix characters. You bringing up like Kids Next Door, I was like, wow, like I remember watching that as a kid and I think a lot of people saw the characters I have in the game were like, wow, I remember those characters from when I was a kid and that's why the game is so big and why they've gotten so many right. players. And then another thing is like Cartoon Network has been around for I have no idea. 20, 30 years, probably? Probably, yeah. That's 20, 30 years worth of cartoons and TV shows that they could be releasing. Exactly. Uh, Naruto. Oh, do they really? That's what it's saying here. That would be, that would be something. That would be really cool. And then uh, Mortal Kombat characters as well. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's they. They have such a big umbrella. It's crazy what they can do. That's interesting because Mortal Kombat is a very similar game. So I wonder if they will bring characters from that. Right, yeah. And like even you've got like Ed, Ed, and Eddie. And then you've got the Teen Titans. Yeah. And then you got Beast Boy, Robin, oh, Raven. Beast Boy. Like, I can see Beast Boy being added to the game. I, I still think. Very similar I, to I Jake, think... I think. I, one of the things I wonder about Ben 10 is it's like, he has how many aliens that he can change into. Are they going to make each of those aliens their own character? Probably I not. I feel like that would, I think that would be the better way to do it. Because what? You can change into 32 different aliens mid-match. That's, that's too complicated. No, but uh, think of it kind of like... Like you could turn into like four arms. You could play as four arms for a match. Like each of them yeah. have their own ridiculous set of powers. But like, like kind of like, uh, let's see here, like Superman has way more powers in like actual Superman movies and shows that he doesn't have in the game. Right, but Superman can't turn into 32 different people that all have their own set of powers. Okay, that's true, I guess. Well, right, about... like there's the, I forgot, Fly Guy, the one that he can turn into like the giant fly. There's the forearms, there's the fire guy, there's... The fast one. The small one, the one that can multiply... Yeah. The clone itself, like, there's so many different do... things that they could do. I right. Don't know if they would do and multiple characters. Harry Potter as well. Oh, really? Yep. They own even more than I thought, so. Regular show? That, I can definitely see them adding that. Uh, Halo. Halo characters. Yeah, Maybe. it's, dude, it, it, it literally keeps going. Like, people wow. are releasing their rosters for all the characters they'll think will get to uh, tossed in. Um, Sesame Street. People are thinking they might toss in like Cookie Monster, Elmo. That would be funny. That would. That uh, would we bear bears. Actually. There's three bears that could get tossed in with that. Right. It's. I think there's a lot that they can do with it. Yeah, they definitely could. So I definitely see Multiverse having a a big future. Yeah. And very big. I can see it going big competitively too, having huge tournaments. Yeah. Well, especially with the uh characters you can play as when there's so many different ones you can play as there's so many different um obviously there's gonna be metas but if they have 150 playable characters within the game there's each of those 
have their own skill set. And there's going to be people who are like, oh, this person is a Beast Boy main, right? Right. So each each player is... There's going to be such a wide uh, variety of players that can be signed by teams. Like, say a team needs a Beast Boy main. Yeah. Or this team needs a LeBron James main. Or a Superman main. They, yeah. It's going to provide a really big... Uh, a lot of capabilities for right. players to join teams. I do, I do wonder, though, if the game will start to feel repetitive. Because it's not like there's many like game modes they can add. It's going to be the same thing. Right. It's going to be the same thing. So you've got to kind of hope that they're able to pump out these characters. Keep keep it interesting while keeping each character's skills different from each other. Right, exactly. Because if every character has a throw that does the same amount of damage, but it's just a different item they're throwing. Right. It's it's there's got to be variance to moves. I think so far they've done a good job with that, making sure every every character has different like they're all similar yeah. strength i mean obviously it's still a new game there's some characters yeah. who are a little stronger and there's similar move types but not all of them do different things exactly like uh, like lebron Batman's... james does like a fadeaway basketball batman throws a battery um, yeah. shaggy throws a sandwich but they all do different things exactly um yeah, yeah. like oh, and like taz's knockback is different from shaggy's knockback and that's different for a different character's knockback so i think right. they've done well with that so far yeah, so I think uh, they have a um, good, I think they'll be able to, so far at least, they've been doing good with balancing characters. Exactly. When, yeah. when some one character's too OP, they fix it, or if one character's not very good, they'll add something, make them a little bit better. Um, right. Which they've been doing so better guess... than a lot of other games. Right. Like, um, some games, for example, um... I can't I can't think of one right now, but a Are you lot talking of games, about like variants? Yeah, yeah. A lot of Yeah, games, well I it's mean the same meta always. Exactly, like Call of Duty. you if you look at CDL, Call of Duty League, there's I mean you you watch them play and four out of five players on a team are running the MP five or right. the set AR that's a current meta. And I think that when you start making games that have super bali- uh, balanced characters, you create more variety. And that right. makes the game more enjoyable to watch. Like, if you were to watch CDL, and every match you watch, each team you watch has their own strategies. This person's sniping. This person is doing running an MP5. This person's running said AR. Exactly. It creates it creates a variety. It creates new strategies that are different. If you you can watch CDL for three hours, and it's going to get boring quick if everybody's running the same gun and the same strats. Yeah, which uh, and then the same with same with Valorant. I mean, if you're if if you're watching a team and they just keep running the same five operators, it gets boring quick. Same with Rainbow. It does, and uh, I just saw this actually today that in the uh, recent there was an Apex Legends tournament, and there was uh, the operator Valkyrie had a ninety six percent pick rate, meaning almost every team was using Valkyrie every game. Yeah, and that's that's where things get a little boring because. Say every team was running Valkyrie, Bloodhound, and Loba, right? right? It's going to get boring really quick because no matter who you watch, no matter what tournament you watch, you're going to see the same type of strategy played. Right, same play style, same... And the same thing can go with Rainbow, right? If you're watching every single team use the same five people because they're the most overpowered 
it's the same thing over and over again. So you gotta like, you've gotta have some variance to what you're watching or what you're providing for your viewers, right. or it's gonna get slow. Right. Which, uh, yeah, Rainbow. It's like when you watch Rainbow, either every single team. Well, it's a little different in Rainbow because you can ban operators, but like every single game, Thatcher is banned because Thatcher is like. So he's the only character that really does what he does as well as he mm-hmm. does. Yeah. Um. So, but if he's not banned every single time, he's gonna be used. There's right. Never, never a round goes by without Thatcher. Um. And then that's another thing. Like, do we, in the future, do we want to see bans like be able to be happening? Like, are bans a good thing? Because um, if if then if you're never seeing Thatcher, you're never seeing that play style in the major leagues. That is true. And that can that can get boring. Um, like, feel... if you're a Thatcher main, say you're playing ranked and you're a Thatcher main, and you want to see that played, I'm not saying most people aren't able to be Thatcher mains because of bans. Right. But if you're if you're a main for anybody, and say that character is more OP at the time, it's and they're constantly getting banned, you never get to see your favorite character played, your favorite operator. Right, that is true. And I, I feel... Um... In games that are kind of like multiverses, where it's it's just two v two or something like that, if they added like bands or something to that, it would it would be a lot harder to be pro because you need to be good with a much larger variety of characters, right? Because they right. can target you very easily, which may be good. Wait, yeah, Maybe it, that creates more of a filter for esports. You know, right. if if you if you if you need to be good for with so many characters that eliminates all the one operator people so maybe it's good maybe it's bad right I... if you if you were to hop on to uh like cdl with one of your buddies on call of duty because you can play like competitive play mm-hmm. and you hop on and there are set guns that are banned in the cdl like they don't do bands pre-match usually it's more of a these are banned right now in cdl and it's agreed upon between all of the teams okay so you hop on and this sniper is banned because ADS is just too ridiculous or this AR is banned because its recoil is non-existent. This site is banned because for whatever reason. Maybe right. suppressor is banned because it it blocks you from showing up on mini maps, you know, which is a yeah. huge aspect of the sport. So like there's different tacticals that are banned. Right. Uh, I mean there's there's so many different bans that um are straight up so it was kind of annoying though when you would hop on from playing your normal game and you're doing great with this gun and then you go on and your entire loadout is completely shot because esports players don't like it i mean yeah definitely um i mean maybe it's good they work in some games they don't work in others like i can't see valorant ever adding bands yeah i don't know like rainbow has Right. But maybe right. they maybe they do if they hit like 30, 40 playable operators. Right. Which right now they have 20, I believe. Yeah. So, so maybe in the future they do put in bands, but Yeah. Then again, you you reach that state of like Thatcher where maybe Viper is banned every single game and right. that's that ruins a whole aspect of play. Exactly, yeah. But I do think um something Valorant does better than uh Siege is there's no one else that quite does what Thatcher does. Like obviously there's there's Twitch or uh, I don't know, I guess IQ to some extent. But Thatcher just does it so much better, so much faster, so much 
more efficiently. That and I think uh, Valorant has it much more balanced. Where if you can't use one operator or agent, um, there's another agent who does almost the exact same thing just differently. Right. Like yeah. Just like as there's effective. a smoke or there's a entry fragger. There's a lot of different. Right. I know what you're saying, and that's that's good. That is what we want to see. We want to see games that are balanced, where every single time you watch, there's different people playing different things, and they're they're all understandable enough to the point if where if you're a good enough player to play in esports, where you can switch between three different agents throughout a tournament and not have trouble. Right. Yeah. Which would definitely... and that's that's important because it increases variety. Like I said, it just it makes the game more enjoyable to watch. Right, and, and it makes strategy be... more prevalent. Yeah, and uh, it'll set a it'll set apart like good players from great players. Like, right. if you have if you have a someone who's amazing with with chamber, but he's only good with chamber, it it won't be as good for the team as someone who is not as amazing but good with chamber. But they're also just as good with viper and uh, sky and other agents so they're more versatile right, yeah if they're playing a series and this this team gets used to how he plays vipers uh, viper understands his lineups whatever then maybe that player can switch from viper to sova because he's just decided they they're understanding they're learning how to play against my viper and if you right. only know how to play viper you can't you can't change up like that you right. can't create um a, a gap of strategy between you and your opponent we yeah. one second i'm just gonna grab a water on my desk all right um so yeah um every i don't know how bans really would be added to games like valorant but i definitely i don't see it happening personally but it definitely could happen um i feel like it would work either way if they do or they don't yeah um, i would prefer they don't honestly but at the same time banning uh enables strategy it does definitely it yeah it's hard because at the same time it's like you don't want to see characters banned you just you don't want to see that yeah that is true but i mean like every game you go into you're almost like guaranteed to see a chamber even though right which is another thing like they are they're nerfing chamber so much and they're adding another nerf to him coming soon i just saw that on twitter that yeah they're making him like almost unplayable like i was i was playing chamber i'm a chamber main when i play that game but i was playing chamber back when he had two trips and um i believe it's the only thing they changed right now but they nerfed him i was like okay it's whatever it's fine but now they're nerfing him again they're making his bullets cost extra they're making his slows shorter mm -hmm. they're making his like radius is smaller for the slows and it's just making like i understand yes he is the best player like I don't know about the best, but he's a, a very good player in the game. But it just almost makes him unplayable, and now you're not going to see him at all anymore. But really, the thing is, is that is how Riot Games keeps Valorant from needing bans, is they even balance. out operator, they balance them. Right. So, I mean, you you, you kind of have to, you have to weigh out the pros and cons. Like, but would you better... rather see would you rather see bans, or would you? And your 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 character, your uh, sorry agent, your agent stays the same, and you start they start getting banned, or you can still play them, and they're just not as powerful as they used to be. Or the other option is, 
um, make the other sentinels stronger. So the other um, players in right. the chamber that have uh, trips, like Cypher, make Cypher stronger. Not that I want Cypher stronger, because I do not like playing against Cyphers at all. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, so Apex where is... it gets hard. Or sorry, not Apex, Valorant. Valorant has been in, like, the news, the esports news a lot lately. Um, one big thing was uh, Shroud returns to competitive gaming, playing for Sentinels, which blew yeah, my mind. Unexpected, honestly. It was, because I remember uh, years ago, maybe, like, 2016, watching him play for Cloud9 in CSGO. And then he retires, and I was like, oh, now he's just full-time content creator Twitch streamer. It's okay, I still get to watch him, but it's not the same. And I got so excited when I saw he was coming back to Valorant. Yeah, I mean, he's been such a big streamer. But, yeah, like, his his streams are ridiculous. Yeah, every time he's live, he has, like, at least 40,000 viewers. Right. He's pulling crazy numbers right now. And um, he's also... I feel like he's one of those players that he can be good at any game he picks up yeah there's, there's yeah, not I mean, many people i was like i was watching him play rust last year and he was just demolishing people right yeah like it was just there's no there's no game that he hops on and he's not at least competitive at right he's he's definitely if you ask me one of the it's greatest crazy. professional players of all time right yeah 100 percent I mean, who else is up there with him? And who, who who are the greats right now? Who are the greats right now? Yeah. Um, see, I don't. There aren't many people who do it like Shroud, who are good on literally every game. Right. But like in their own like respective games, um, obviously for Valorant you have tens. Everyone talks about how insane tens is. He actually actually tens is getting a lot of hate online. Because people think he's like overrated, but I honestly think Tens is one of the best players there are in that game. I mean, I don't want to be that guy, but Ninja at Fortnite—that is true. That is—he's a great. He's—he's an undeniable great. He is. It's like yeah. it's like football Tom Brady or LeBron. You right. hate them, but you you can't deny that they are one, one of, of the greatest to ever do it. Right, and like Rocket League, you've got Justin. Justin, yeah, zero Justin's second like goal, zero second goal, just Rocket League. Fro frozen in history. Yeah. Um. And another thing with with people like Ninja is that, uh, they bring so many more fans to the game. Like. Yeah. I, like he pulls, I think like at his peak he was getting so many thousands of viewers on Twitch and it had so many more people getting into Fortnite. I think Ninja him. averaged for a while like probably over a hundred thousand viewers. Yeah, definitely. Like he, it he was it was, was crazy. There. there was there was nothing like it. Yeah, um, and then you've got like Nick Nick Merckx for Warzone. I mean, he's not. I don't think he's like ridiculously great right. or anything like that, you know. But he, for Warzone, he's probably one of the highest. He, if not the highest ranked streamer, you know. Right. He. Uh, I haven't really watched his streams since he used to play Fortnite. But um, he definitely is up there. He definitely pulls a lot of viewers. He has a lot of fans. Um, he's definitely one of the greats of that of that game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he like he averages like twenty, thirty, forty thousand viewers. Yeah. Anytime is, he's live. 
And he signed with FaZe pretty recently, right? Uh, FaZe had to snag that. I don't think it was that recently. I think it was a few years ago, actually. Nick Merckx like, with FaZe? Wasn't it like two years ago? I'll look it up real quick. I believe it was like two years ago he joined FaZe. Maybe I'm wrong, but I do remember when he did join FaZe. Uh, that was definitely a big thing. No, uh, it was like it was like a year and a half ago. Year and a half ago, okay, yeah. Uh, like the fall of twenty twenty, he signed a three year contract. So it's like, okay. I think like October of twenty twenty three, he'll have to the contract will end and he'll have to renew it. But yeah, if he renews within it, the yeah. past year and a half, I mean, pretty recent for Phase. Um, yeah, that that is pretty recent. Yeah. Which, um, uh, speaking of Phase, by the way. Uh, let's talk about phase going public on uh it's huge it's huge so what people are saying about that is uh what they're doing is creating they're they're basically entering the stock market for esports right which is they're no the first, esports they're the first to ever that. do that right yeah, yeah i bought a couple shares of that did you really like yeah no i did i bought in at like I'll pull up Robin Hood right now for you to let you know like where I'm at. So I bought it at nine dollars and twenty cents. And right now I bought two shares of it. Nothing crazy. It was like twenty bucks. Right. But right now they are sitting at fourteen dollars and thirty cents. Okay. So I'm so, up I'm up over ten dollars right now. So they're doing pretty good. In like five days or however long they've been. It's yeah, um but that's huge. I, I never thought that was even like an option for esports teams. I didn't think it would ever get to that level. But FaZe is definitely like one of the biggest, or probably the biggest, of any esports team out there. They have like the biggest fan base, the most followers. Yeah, uh, no, they're they're the biggest organization, uh, def most definitely. Yeah, which um, I think we talked about this I mean, last episode. Almost everyone that plays games grew up on FaZe Clan, watching them on YouTube. Right, their yeah, I mean, Call of Duty... Uh, everything they did the face house i was iconic it was um, iconic, yeah but another thing is is like when i go to the mall i've seen people walking around in phase jerseys right that is true you don't see that for anyone else anyone yeah that is true i don't think i've seen any other teams that are out there like that that are that well known right like you don't see people walking around in an nrg jersey or an optic jersey right you walk out and you'll see somebody wearing a phase jersey and it's not something that catches you off guard or catches yeah. your eye. You're like, oh, he's wearing a phase it jersey. Is, it is pretty common to see. Yeah. Phase is uh, huge. And, and like even like their, their collab with Champion. I mean, you'd see phase hoodies at school and t-shirts. Right. They, yeah, they definitely have such a huge fan base and like pretty much everyone that plays games knows who phase is right so everyone i mean it doesn't yeah i don't think anybody incorporated with playing video games doesn't know who phase is exactly right so they're Unless like you're playing like atari or something exactly and so like there's such a like a main i don't want to say mainstream because it's kind of like but there's such like a but mainstream team that they're it's mainstream like, yeah yeah no, i mean it's not because like they unexpected. also have content creators. Like, I mean, Phase Rug. When was the last time you saw him playing a video game? Everything uh, he does is TikToks and 
openings and let's see how much slime we can fit into my pool you know like yeah, there's people who don't have never touched a video game in their life who are phase rug fans right and phase also... blaziken is the same he's like he's big on tiktok now he yeah, does I've more tiktok than anything he's posted um, on youtube like once or twice in the past that's though besides shorts he posts shorts daily but like a real youtube video he hasn't posted in like a couple months honestly really yeah they also didn't they in their uh phase one thing wasn't i feel like uh there was like a lot of like music artists and stuff in the phase one like challenge so i remember when they were doing phase five they were they were asked they were like telling people like oh this is not just for gamers like we want right to expand well i mean you had snoop dogg wearing a phase chain at the super bowl yeah which which was the funniest thing to me. I thought that it's was It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah, they have so many like people like joining phase now. Like they have um Snoop Dogg, they have Bronny is in James. Or Bronny's in Phase, I mean. Um yeah. they have the the football player whose name I can't pronounce, Juju Smith something. <laughs> Juju Smith Schuster, yeah. He's... Schuster. Okay, Schuster. They they call they call him a TikTok boy. Right, yeah. He's in phase, isn't he? Yeah. I believe so. And then you've got, uh, we should probably clarify, Bronny is LeBron James' son. Yes, not LeBron James. Um, <laughs> yeah, you've, they're, they're, they're crazy. Yachty. Yeah, uh, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. I'm not sure if he's a in phase or if he just has a deal with them. But oh, he's, okay. uh, he's the starting quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals. He's like probably a top 15 quarterback in the league. And really? he's part of phase yeah he's uh he's all over with phase like when football season starts you'll probably see phase tweeting out about him all the time about how he's playing i didn't see i didn't even know that they have so many like so many of these huge people that are not even gamers like they've they've become so much more than just a gaming right. organization that and now they've gone uh on onto the stock market like it's but... It's like a huge organization now. what you can say though is it's bringing attention to video games because Snoop Dogg has been streaming. Right, he's been streaming Warzone. video games. A lot of Warzone. Kyler Kyler Murray just got into like this huge uh, ordeal online because he talked he spoke like a year ago, I believe, about how like during quarantine him and his teammates would play Xbox all the time together. Like they would just run Warzone and stuff. Um so recently he just signed uh like in the past month he signed a new contract with the Cardinals. And one of the independent clauses within it was at least two hours of independent study of film. And everybody was memeing it because they're talking about, like, the reason they did that was because Kyler Murray said that he plays video games with his teammates and blah, 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 blah. Really? So they were making jokes about him not watching films. So that's why they had to add it. And it got so big that the Arizona Cardinals, they, were, uh, they announced that they removed that clause from the contract because Kyler Murray was getting made fun of so hard and in an interview they were asked about it and they explained like it has nothing to do with him playing video games it has nothing to do with him not being a good teammate and not watching film it was just a part of it that we felt needed to be listed and we we're not accepting any more questions it's off the contract like but like him being a part of phase i don't think he would have joined phase if he weren't like this person who played warzone and grew up on call of duty and stuff like that you know right yeah which is crazy i'm sure even he grew i mean i don't know how old he is he's probably older than me by a little bit uh, i believe he's 
26, 27. Okay, yeah. So he's he's got like seven, eight years on me. He probably didn't grow up watching FaZe. He probably watched FaZe as a teenager, as like a young adult. So it's the same same to him. Like he watched FaZe like when they were smaller. Not not small, but smaller. Right. And now he's watching them yeah. build this huge organization. Uh, Kyler Murray is 24 years old, so he's about five years older than us. Okay, yeah. Still, though, I think I was like 13 when I was watching FaZe. They were getting really big. Right, yeah, so he was maybe 18. Yeah, which I'm sure I'm sure he was doing the same thing. I mean, if he's 17, 18, I'm sure he grew up on BO1. Right, yeah. Modern Warfare, Modern exactly. Warfare 2. If he's three. playing games now, I'm, I'm sure he was playing as a kid, too. And I mean, oh, anyone I'm playing sure. games, watching FaZe. No way, he wasn't. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I think, like, FaZe is basically what they're saying is FaZe is taking a leap of faith and putting their business in the hands of people who play video games and their fans because if everybody buys it and then they get bored and just sell out stock crashes and phase is seen as a failure right they could have chose to never go public and never you know never put this out but they decided to because they knew right they still they're still already successful they didn't need to do this right this was a leap of faith to hope that their fans are like trustworthy, you know? Right, yeah. They're Which real. They do have so many fans at this point. That Yeah. I think it was a, a smart move by them. I think it was a like impressive. Oh, 100%. Impressive. Move, 100%. To be fair. They were the first to do it. Yeah, they were the they first waited, to do it. They waited too long. Optic could have done it or NRG could have done it. I, yeah, uh, the only thing is, though, I don't think any any other Nobody's organization yet. has the size of phase to do that. Yet. Yet. That is true. So they, that's why they did it now. They got to beat everybody to it. Yeah. Which, uh, may, I don't know, maybe we'll see more of that coming soon in the future. I'm not sure how soon, but I'm sure other teams will follow and do the same thing they're doing. Eventually. 100%. Yeah, yeah definitely. So, let's see. Another thing I want to talk about was the teabagging in video games. People trying to right. call it sexual harassment, sexual assault. Right. I find so, that, to be honest, completely ridiculous. I also um, find that ridiculous. Um, so, recently, a uh, Apex Legends player by the name of Dilly was disqualified from an Apex tournament. Uh, hosted by Fate Legion. Uh, he teabagged the body of his teammate. It wasn't even an enemy that he killed. It was his teammate who died. And I believe he did it jokingly. And yeah. it caught it caught the attention of the organizers. And he was banned from any future Fate Legion tournaments. Um, so basically what happens is, is the tournament took place yesterday, which was July 16th. Um, in a match between Dilly, his team, and their opponents. Dilly ended up as the last man standing. He defeated uh, both enemies, uh, and at, this was after he lost his teammate in the process. Uh, Dilly teabagged the loot box of his teammate, and, like, I'm guessing as a celebration, probably? Yeah. And it caught the attention of the organizers, and him and his teammates were banned, his team in general, banned which i i don't like that at all because i remember like 
when I grew up, like I was like maybe ten years old playing Halo Reach and teabagging yeah. was huge. Everyone was teabagging on Halo. Right. And no one, no one saw it. Search no and destroy. It was a problem. Yeah, it was never a problem in any video games. No, never. It was always just seen as a funny thing. Right. It creates competition. Every um, every game was doing it. Like it was never a negative thing. And another thing is though, it's kinda like taunting to some extent. And it like at least for me, when someone else is being like toxic in a video game, it makes me play harder and uh right. try harder. Like right. I want so, to beat them more. So Dilly said in a short Twitter thread, he called his sudden permanent ban unprofessional and very dumb. Uh, he called them out for making up a rule on the spot, um, where one regarding toxicity did not exist. Since then, Fate Legion has introduced a sportsmanship clause in their upcoming tournament descriptions because they want um, players to conduct themselves in a friendly manner and keep all forms of toxic play out of the chats and matches. So, in the future, we may see more of this. Maybe not. Personally, yeah, I think it's ridiculous these. because when you look at sports and you see the Bills and the Patriots, say for NFL, those two teams, when they play each other, ticket sales are higher. People want to see these two, these two uh, rivals. teams, yeah. rivals, to play each other. They want to see this happen because it's an experience, you know. Right. They, like those games so much get, tension. Higher viewers, higher ticket sales, higher everything. It makes more money. And when things like this are happening, you want more money to be coming into the esports field. Because right. that makes bigger tournament pots, bigger payouts for players, competitors, better venues, better streams. You get better right. everything because more money is flowing in. So when you're saying like you can't be toxic within this game, I think that's ridiculous because that's what creates competition. Yeah. If all yeah. these if all of these teams are best friends, nobody cares to watch because it's like, oh, it's it's no different than it's just like a little watching match. a streamer play. It's a right, friendly match. Exactly. When you've got trash talk, you've got players who don't like each other. Think about boxing with Jake Paul right now. Mm -hmm. Do you think Jake Paul is the first person to ever trash talk? No, not even close. No, that's how they sell fights. That's Recently, Jake Paul was. Jake Paul was, uh, he made a video about how his back was hurting because he's always carrying the, uh, promotions. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's promotion. It's all promotion. You want to make everybody at least think if you, if you don't truly have beef, you want people to think it because you want them to say, oh my gosh, Energy and FaZe are playing the two biggest teams and all of their players hate each other. There's going to be so much trash talking. Say it's Rocket League. They're all going to be like, what a saving, nice shot, you know, stuff like that. Right. And not, not in a good form. They, they, it's all going to be, it's all going to be toxic. And that's, that's what you want to see. Obviously, right. you don't want to see players genuinely hating each other and ruining the games and screaming and rage quitting. But you want to see them competitive and angry with each other and chirping. You want to see some chirping. Right. This, this uh, reminds me of um, a couple months ago, I think. I think it was the RLCS winter split. Um, it, I think it was NRG and Space Station uh, had a little beef. I think, like, Rettles tweeted out something about Squishy, and then they started, like, arguing. Or, oh, wait, I think it was something like Justin's controller disconnected, and uh, they didn't count a goal or something, and then everyone started... 
uh, they all started chirping at each other and trash talking and it made it made it so much more enjoyable to watch and i now like every time it's like when i see like the uh bracket for the tournaments coming up and i see nrg and space station against each other i'm like oh my god i cannot wait to watch that match see what's and another thing is is when stuff like that happens it gets posted about and um i hate to bring football in but i just have some good references from this past season the bills and patriots played each other Stefan Diggs scores a touchdown. He goes up to Patriots fans all in the front row. And he goes, he points, there's four dudes who are being super rowdy. He runs up to him and goes, you, 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 and you. Shut the fuck up. Screams this at them. It's all mic'd. It's all videotaped. And it was posted for probably two or three weeks. Like, all over. Like, Barstool Sports posting it. ESPN Sports Center. Everybody is posting this because it's something that you don't commonly see. And then you now people are talking about the Bills versus the Patriots and how big their next match is going to be. And then the Bills and Patriots play each other in the playoffs. And it's such a big match because will the Bills be able to, you know. But when stuff like that happens, it creates, it, it draws attention. Right. Which is like it, the biggest it, thing. It brings in fans. That's what you want. Right. That's like the number one, like motive i guess for these tournaments like they want people to watch these exactly so yeah i think this is the stupidest like banning people for teabagging in games is like it's not even like another oh yeah another thing they were trying to say um this is like sexual assault and people were saying Mm -hmm. that 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 is like offensive to people who have been sexually assaulted because it's kind of like downplaying how bad sexually assault or sexual assault is because right you know teabagging in a video game you're literally just pressing shift over and over again it's not i mean yeah it's a little disrespectful but it's a video game you know i mean that's just how the game is and then right for people who have actually been sexually assaulted like that's like oh you're comparing that small action in this game to the trauma that i've been through it's it's not like a very fair thing to them right um so recently um two valorant players got banned and i wanted to speak on this um i believe it was dawn and dawn and Rizora. i just looked it up they were suspended from participating in all official events for three months and nine months respectively so dawn was three months Rizora was nine months um uh, through a competitive ruling issued on June 25th, Riot Games confirmed these bans were a result of vulgar or hateful speech and harassment. So, they uh, they teabagged in tournaments. Um, and people started coming at them saying that they, like, were sexually assaulting players in officially licensed tournaments, whatnot. So, instead of just ignoring it, like, maybe they should have, or maybe they shouldn't have, maybe they should have brought more attention to this. They came out and they were making, they were posting memes on it. So the one that I'm just going to briefly describe uh, is two guys sitting in a jail cell. One is super small, has glasses on, portrayed as nerdy, and he's next to this big, like, mountain of a dude. And it says, the big dude says, I burned down an orphanage, what did you do? And then the little nerdy guy goes, I teabagged in Valorant. And the big dude, like, slides away like 10 feet. And that... That was what got Rizora and Dawn truly banned. Was the 
hateful speech, um, vulgar okay. or hateful speech. So and harassment because they were basically they were saying that they were harassing their the people who were coming against them for teabagging. Yeah, yeah. I, so I it's see. kind of it's kind of ridiculous. Uh, this unfortunately allowed the hostility to escalate within our server towards the conversations initiator. Blah blah blah. I don't. I think that's ridiculous. Three and nine months on professional players. That's it, their. That's how they. That's their, that's job. their job. Yeah. That's how they make their money. That's how they put food on the table. And when you're banning them for clicking a button in a video game, they didn't even like write anything. They, they clicked a button a few times and teabagged somebody. And they're treating it as if it's like something they did they're physically. Not it like burning down an orphanage, like the example, but they're treating it like it's much bigger than right. it should be. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 ridiculous to be honest. Like, yeah, it's. Valorant has a, a a way of dealing with the... Yeah, so uh, Dawn stated, and I think in a tweet, I have watched sexual assault happen in broad daylight, and it is not something you can compare to crouching in a video game. Exactly. You I was visibly upset by this, as were hundreds of thousands of people, and replied under her threat expressing frustrations and concerns. I don't think I need to say much. I shitposted on Twitter, and apparently it's vulgar language. Right, this is, yeah. Yeah, this is I mean, just stupid. There comes a point where you just gotta, you gotta chill out. Yeah, exactly. Like, trash talking has always been a part of video games, and I think it always will be. Right, like, it needs no matter... to be. It, it's what keeps the game healthy, and right. not boring and dull. There needs to be trash talking. It's it, it draws stuff. There needs to be rivalries. There needs to be players who don't like each other, or like, else... Obviously, there's gotta be a line that you can't cross. 100%. I, do, I don't think teabagging crosses that line i think that's just a thing in video games that's been here for years right and it's it's just a small like ha i beat you it's not yeah. anything like you know it's just a little little much to ban players for nine months um so ufc fighter patty pimblet right he uh he he spoke about how he used to play modern warfare 2 back when he was younger and somebody said so what are the odds you teabag your next opponent i forgot right. the name of him yeah yeah and I your next him. match if you if you win so patty pimblet knocked the dude out and teabagged him while he was down on the floor mm -hmm. and do you, do you think the other fighter was like angry and ridiculously mad he wasn't he got up and shook his hand and they were both laughing about it right because yeah. he knew he knew it was coming his way he like knew. obviously it's a little bit embarrassing, it's, but it's just it's all jokes. It's, in it's the end. not sexual assault. It's like even in real life, Patty Pimblet right there. It happened in real life, and the UFC account on Instagram posted a video of it, like laughing about it. Right. Like there, you have to draw a line somewhere on this is truly sexual assault, or this is truly hateful and hurtful, and this is friendly competition in video game. Exactly. And that's that's what needs to happen eventually because there's a lot of things that is what a saving somebody in Rocket League eventually going to be hate speech and you're going to get banned for it. Yeah. That, Obviously, if you're if you're tossing out slurs in the chat, that's one thing. Right. But if you're like teabagging your opponent after you kill them or your teammate, your yeah, buddy your on your team. team Obviously, like, it's a joke if it's your teammate. It, it's ridiculous. It really is. Mm-hmm. 
And there needs to be a line drawn eventually. Uh, I agree. Yeah. Um. I think. I think maybe if they start doing this stuff, it will make the the games and the tournaments less interesting, and they will lose viewership, and they will right. start to realize um that it's really not that big of a deal to have things like this in the game. And something that something that needs to happen is the players need to start testing the limits. You know, like players need to start promoting. Now I'm not saying testing the limits like like the way you're thinking but like i'm saying like they need to start trash talking a little they need to start because it's in the players hands to boost their organization right but at the same time like i mean they don't they can't they, like like we said earlier this is their jobs so they can't risk losing it because of you know trash talking a little bit that's like, fair but i mean within within the lines you have to promote you have to promote yourself you have to promote your games you know yeah that is true like, if you're saying, like, oh, like, I hear what they say all the time, oh, rival match between these two teams, and they hop in, and they're like, good luck, have fun. That's not a rival match. Yeah. Like, what makes it a rival match? You two, one of you have beat each other, and the other has beat you. Like, yeah, it's just, that's not a rivalry. A rivalry has feelings, and it has tension. competition, and it's tension, suspenseful. and anger sometimes. Yeah. Not hate, but anger you know right and that's healthy that's healthy to a sport there needs to be competition exactly. and not just i want to win this but like i want to win this and anger these guys while i'm at it because exactly. that's what that's what that's what gets views and that's what sells out venues mm -hmm. yeah i agree 100 percent um i don't know how, i don't know what they're gonna do with this in the future i don't know i feel like eventually at this rate they're just gonna take it too far and if you do anything like if you want to save in Rocket League, they're gonna. I don't know to what extent they'll go, but I can see this going too far. Yeah. They'll take it too far. Yeah, south. there's a lot of things that get taken too far nowadays. But at the same time, maybe they start to realize with all the backlash they're getting for it and all like the memes they're getting posted. Like, maybe they realize we took this too far. We're sorry, guys. You teabagged somebody. Yeah. And the. Uh, you know, right. like they're. They're, they might just have to draw a line somewhere because I'm sure, I, I guarantee you that that, I forgot the name of the people host, the organizers of that tournament, but I'm Fate sure Legion. those people, I'm yeah, Fate Legion, I'm sure those people are facing more backlash than they ever have. Probably, yeah. After Maybe. that. And, I mean... Really, I guess cancel culture can go two ways. Maybe they get, maybe they would have gotten canceled if they ignored it, but it seems like they're getting pretty canceled right now for doing something. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see how it goes in the future, but yeah. I mean, who knows? Mm hmm. So, what what else did you want to talk about with Valorant? You want to talk about the? Uh... Oh, right. So this is something. It's kind of kind of old news for valorant but it's something that i just found kind of stupid about the game was that um when when playing valorant when you're trying to play competitive uh you cannot queue in a four stack um which when i first like found this out because they they added this like i took a break from the game for a little bit and then they added this during that time and i came back and i i tried playing with my friends and we couldn't and i was like oh that's weird and i asked a few people about it and i guess it's like to prevent uh, like four, four people on one team, like kind of teaming up on the last guy, or or girl, um, and I just thought that was kind of, like I can see where they're trying to go with that, but 
I just think that's stupid. Like, you know, they don't have that in any other game. But, like, for me, like, I sometimes when I try playing with my friends and they're already in a three stack, I can't join them and I have to play alone because we can't find a fifth person to play with. And it kind of just, you know. I'm tossing a promo right here. Best way to uh, compete that, looking for group posts in, in our Discord. Right, we do have looking for group posts in our Discord. If you want to join, the link will be in the description. Um, yeah, no, I agree with what you're saying. Like, even if you want to triple Q in Rocket League or something like that, like, what if they would add that where you can't, you can't Q2, you two need to Q3. Threes. Right, exactly. Which, like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, why? Like, yeah, is I mean, it that much of a difference between three people and four people? Yeah, I, mean, I don't really so, see. I mean, still, there's, there's one side that has, you know, the minority of players. These three exactly. guys are queuing together. These two guys may be queuing together, or maybe even not. They still could be a three v one. Exactly. And yeah, I think that's a little, little bit of a problem. But maybe if I mean if they haven't removed it, maybe it maybe it's doing what they wanted it to do. I mean, yeah. I mean, it kind of like makes me mad sometimes. Like I join my friends, like I join their Discord call, and I'm like, oh, you guys are playing Valorant? Like, uh, can I join? Yeah. They're like, oh, we're in a three stack. You act like you can't join. Like. We would, we want you to join, but you like literally can't. Yeah, and that's that's where it becomes a problem, especially with since it's a five-player game. Like, if your friends are in a three-stack in a triples game mode or something, not that Valorant has that, but in a different game, like say Rocket League, they're in a three-stack or Fortnite playing a trios arena. You know, they can't have you because it's a threes. But if it's a five five-person game mode and they have three, so you can't join. It, right. I find that. I find that kind of crazy. A little bit too far. Like, it's it's just kind of annoying, you know? Right. I mean, I guess it's something I can get over. There's always other people to play with, but... Right. Yeah. Is that where we wrap it up? I guess so. Um, I think it's looking... I think we've hit everything we've wanted to. I'm not sure there's anything else too yeah. important to touch. Yeah. All right. So, thank you, everyone, for listening. Um... Don't forget to follow and share, and um, we'll see you guys next time. We've got TikTok, Twitter, Discord, Spotify, YouTube. Check us out everywhere. Give us a follow. Give us some feedback on what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. And join the Discord if you're looking for a group. Right. Yeah. All right. Thank you for watching. Have a nice day.